putting the slim back into Muslim. It's Ramadan. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the One Foot in the Sink podcast. My name is Anis and Foz is here. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Assalamu alaikum. Hello, my friends. Muslims. Muslims. Muslim lifestyle podcast. What do you think the podcast is about? I think it's about Muslim because you put your foot in the sink when you do a do. It's about a story called the Ghostbusters. So Faz, during the month of Ramadan, are you putting the slim back into Muslim? I'm definitely not. And you're going to find out why later. <laughs> I think it's a myth, right? A lot of people say that they gain weight in Ramadan. I think you could do it, but you have to be very, very disciplined with your diet. So far, I'm on track, haven't put on weight, haven't lost weight, but we are exactly at the halfway point, so uh, the next half would be quite telling. Yeah, we'll see. I'm trying to sort it out for the last half. <laughs> we should have done a little waiting before and after. Did you do it? Oh, uh, yeah, no, I didn't. I should have. That's a good idea. We should have a competition. Do you know what we should do, yeah? At the end of Ramadan, you should post your weight for everyone to see before okay. and after. Yeah, you go first, and then... Just put yourself out the... there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Do it, niece. I think it's a great idea. Lead by example. Put yourself out there. <laughs> so, Foz, today's show is a little bit different to our usual format. It is. It is. So, on the show today, we're going to be reflecting on our Ramadan so far. We're just past the halfway point. We want to use the opportunity to reflect on how we are experiencing Ramadan compared to the plans we had in place when we started. So, we're going to break it down into three categories. One's going to be around goals and how we're doing against them. And then also lifestyle and our final category, I think we'll cover off spirituality. So before I keep going on, let's start with your goals, Anis. How have you been progressing against your Ramadan goals? And what were your goals? Let's start with that. I didn't really have too many goals this Ramadan. I think for me, it's like this Ramadan just kind of just came out of nowhere and then it just began. And I didn't really plan as well as I usually do. But I did have one particular goal. My main goal, I've never done it before. I just wanted to do it. A lot of people have it as a goal. I wanted to complete the Quran, reading the Quran during the month of Ramadan. So far, it's going good. We're halfway in and I'm halfway through the Quran. So I'm doing like one Whoa. chapter a day. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, man. That's, it's hard work. Amazing. Yeah, I was going to say, that's amazing, man. Alhamdulillah. So I was going to say, that's like a standard Ramadan Gora. Everyone says it, and then you're like, this is what's happening to me, and it happens every year. I kind of sit that high bench, and then I start tailing off, or I start miss a few days here and there, and then it's just not progressing as well as I thought. But you're smashing it. The thing is, like, because I know I'm on par so far, I'm motivated to beat it. So instead of doing one chapter a day, I'm trying to do one and a half. Because I know there will be days where I'll be doing other stuff or slacking off, you know. Mm. I can't maintain the standards that I'm, I'm trying to make up more ground than I should be, just so that I know the days where I won't be reading or not as much as I do, at least I don't fall too far behind. I think that's, I think that's what it is, isn't it? Like you start off and then you miss one day and then you miss two days and then three days and then you're like, oh, what's the point? I'm not going to catch up and then you just give up. So what changed for you? Like, what is different about this time? Because that's a huge achievement, alhamdulillah. And it's just wondering, like, was there anything particular that clicked for you, changed for you, that's made you just work through it? Like your schedule or is it something else? No, no science behind it. It's just I'm really motivated to do it. In, in fact, you know, sometimes I actually look forward to it. I come home, you know, I can't wait to pray. Mm-hmm. It's never mm-hmm. happened to me before. So there is that motivation to achieve that goal for me. But, you know, we're halfway, as we said. Let's see where we are in the next 15 days. Inshallah, like, I achieve that goal. 
keep at it cool any other key reflections i mean goals there was another i know we spoke about this in our last ramadan episode you know i keep telling you that every year during ramadan i like to give something up mm. in the past couple of ramadan i gave up listening to music for a month and you know those kind of stuff and it's helped me in my day-to-day life after ramadan this ramadan i didn't really have anything to give up but i did want to cut down on my use of my phone especially whatsapp <laughs> <laughs> I would say about 90% of my WhatsApp groups are on mute for a whole year. It's actually really nice because you don't get a notification. Yeah. So you're not constantly checking it and I am using it less and less but you keep sending me memes so it's a bit distracting. Yeah, it's most of the memes going around. <laughs> All the end game memes. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? What were your goals and how are you doing against them? So I guess a couple I'll share. So one of the main ones was, so recently moved house and we're not too far from the mosque now. It's very much going there every single day to open my fast, not to save money, but <laughs> just from a spiritual aspect, meeting people, meeting the community. I thought, you know, I'm going to make an effort and go every single day to the mosque. And alhamdulillah, I really enjoyed it. It's been an amazing experience. You've met loads of people. Are you going on your own? I don't know. We're in the family. So we usually go, we help out. I really enjoyed it and met loads of people. And just spiritually as well, you just feel so good because you're sharing a meal together with everyone every single day and then you read maghrib and jamaat it's just a really great thing to do do you take your own food with you no 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 so they post it there so you donate money um right. at the start some people bring the like have a day set for them that they want to bring a meal what kind of food is it as you say downside this is why i'm not losing weight <laughs> um, but it's every single day is samosa, pakora, all fried food. So oh, like wow. fried chicken burgers, fried chicken chips, pizza, non oh kebab. <laughs> I'm getting heartburn just listen to that. Yeah, exactly. And then then you have tarawi at the end and everyone's burping in your face and it's like yeah. oh. <laughs> That's pretty good that you're going going every day. Back in the day in London when I was there going to the mosque especially during Ramadan is like this increased sense of community in your mosque yeah and I know in with you guys in Canada your mosque are like community centers so it must be really nice meeting people Yeah, I know it is. I really enjoyed that aspect of it and meeting people, but also like getting the prayer hall ready for tarawih. Like once you finish, it just makes you feel good that you know you're helping, you're doing something, you're supporting the mosque as well, you're doing what you can. So you don't have dinner at all. You just have the food in the mosque. So what they do is they do you open your fast, yeah, with just like some more pakora and then your dates, and then you read maghrib in jamaat. Then they lay out all the meal, the priyanis oh, wow. and stuff like that. So. Oh wow, yo, that's like. That's like a restaurant every single day. Yeah, man. It is. Like, it is. Yeah, you're never going to put the slim back into Muslim. <laughs> um, what other goals do you have? The Quran as well, but not in terms of doing as amazing as you're doing, but reading the English part of it and reading it with the Dweed. So every day I'll probably read, like, spend about 15-20 minutes around Maghrib time and then 15-20 minutes around Fajr time. Kind of set myself a routine and just working through it. But yeah, it's been good, Alhamdulillah. Yes, nice. And then I have one more as well. I'm thought I'd carry on trying to go gym. Now you're just showing off. Yeah, I know. That's why I thought I need to get that in there. Because I know you've not been going, so... <laughs> I have, I have. Rub it in. Whatever, mate. Tarawi is my gym. <laughs> so, what about lifestyle-wise, Denise? Have you found it food, fitness, with your son, chilling time, memes, work? How's it all been? Okay, so lifestyle-wise, I have to put a big caveat here. I live in a Muslim country, in Oman. And during Ramadan, we have shorter working hours. So my working hours are 
eight to two. <laughs> so that really helps on the lifestyle <laughs> aspect of things. It just allows me to sleep when I come back home. But that's that's also one of the reasons why I've been able to achieve that goal of praying the Quran. Yeah. And also for me, I've moved to this country very recently. So actually for me, it's the first Ramadan without really close friends or family. So I get to spend more time with myself and with my wife and my son. From a lifestyle point of view, that's kind of helped. There's less distractions. So what you're saying is basically is being a loner helped. It does, man. You know, in the, <laughs> in the first couple of days, I really hated, I really missed extended family and my friends, my parents and everyone. But then after a while, you start to realize that actually it, opens, it leaves you a lot of time to do other stuff and you can just set a routine and just get at it. But on the flip side, because <laughs> I know I've been achieving my goals, a seed was planted in my head by somebody. So let me just say, usually during the month of Ramadan, I like this month to be a very special month for me. So I will cut out a lot of the unnecessary thing just for this four-week period. And one of, one of the things I've always been doing is I kind of stop watching TV or I won't go to the cinema during the month, which is why I watch Endgame just before Ramadan, just, you know, to get it out of my system. But yes. um, so yeah, a seed was planted in my head. And as you know... Game of Thrones has been uh, going on. And I'll be honest with you, I never watched the season eight of Game of Thrones at all. I met someone and they're like, you're not watching Game of Thrones? I'm like, no, I'm going to wait for all of it to be finished and I'll watch it all in one go. And they're like, oh yeah, but how are you avoiding all the spoilers? So anyway, that scene was planted in my head and I kind of got relaxed a little bit thinking... You know, I'm doing really good against my goals. So um, I just watch one episode, you know, what's the harm? That one night I started watching on the weekend after Taravi, of course. And I was up until Suhoor. I watched <laughs> all the episodes. You watched all of them? Wow. I felt really bad. Okay, I think we need to end the conversation there now. Before you tell me what happens. Oh, uh, no, no spoilers. I'm but... still going I'm still going strong, but now I might falter. Air pressure. <laughs> yeah, so that, that that's something new that happened to me. But to be honest, I think that's purely because I'm, t- I'm doing so good against my goal, aren't I? So, you know, my treat. Oh, considering you completed half of the Quran, that's amazing, man. But what about you, man, in terms of lifestyle? How are you doing? I oh, know, it's been, it's been good. I've got a tech routine in place. I'll go work, not 9 till 2 or 8 till 2. It'll be 9 till 5. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right in what you say though like I always make sure 100% I get a nap in so as soon as I get home I get home by say 6 o'clock I'll sleep for about an hour then then you're kind of a lot fresher and you're ready for the evening to go to the rawi and stuff so that's helped a lot and just making sure I've kind of planned my day around that nap yeah and then going gym as well you know like it's actually really surprising so I'm starting football next week as well so a lot of people get so surprised like you can't even drink water yeah <laughs> but yeah so but like it's actually you, you can really surprise yourself like even going to the gym you can do it you think about it a little bit but by the time you're finished i'm cool i'm like pumped i'm ready to keep going yeah. and i usually do stuff in the evening just before i open my fast so you know you have that burst of energy that's rated though because you're able to do it while you're fasting and obviously when you're doing gym you associate drinking water when you're working out so, so for me i am going gym even before ramadan my gym time was always in the evening around about 9 p.m so now during ramadan living where i am the gyms are open to 1am. <laughs> so I'm going to the gym about 
10, half 10 to about midnight. Yeah, yeah. So I'll get my workout done then. But the only problem is <laughs> I'm so pumped by the time I come home, I can't sleep. Feel <laughs> <laughs> the adrenaline pumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, how about your son? How's he found Ramadan? <laughs> Sorry, he was really excited at the start because my son is only seven years old and he got excited that, you know, we're fasting. So he wants to fast as well. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to fast, I want to fast. We're like, no, no, you don't need to fast. Then we're lucky fine, you can do a half fast. And he's like, he was like 10 minutes into his half fast and, you know, that's it. He went and got some snacks from the fridge. <laughs> that was it. But uh, what I'm doing with him is I'm trying to teach him the names of Allah with the meanings. Not all 99. We're trying to do like one a day. That's cool. We missed a few days. I have this thing with him during Ramadan is like... Um, I get him to donate his toys. So mm. here they have some charities where you can donate toys. Usually it's one toy a day. Towards the end of Ramadan, we'll put those toys away. And there's rules on the toys that it can't be damaged toys or anything. It has to be toys that are in good condition. So he gets excited about that as well. That's good, man. What about your son? Is there any routine that you're doing with him during this month? Not routines-wise. So he's, like, he's 10 years old now. So he's at that age where he's doing a lot more faster. Like he Last year he's done 12 and so far he's about to hit 10. So Alhamdulillah, he's done really well. Proud of him. So the interesting thing is with Tarawi. So last year he didn't come there, but this year he's been coming with me because the mosque is around the corner. So yeah, it's hilarious watching. Like I'm standing next to him and you can see his head wavering. And then at one point he's about to fall down while he's standing up because he's so sleepy. And then I feel sorry with him. I thought, okay, let's go sit at the back. So we just do, started doing four or eight uh, if he can fit it in. So yeah, so it's, it's been good. But one of my highlights actually during the Ramadan has been Tarawi. One of the, the imam, the, his voice is beautiful when he when he prays the surahs it's not really super fast but it's very soothing relaxing and he's got an amazing voice as well and that helps so much because you actually get excited and look forward to just standing there listening to, to him as well so it's amazing yeah i'll show you i think what i'll do is i'll put an audio clip of my local imam and his tarawi i'll, I'll put a little clip at the end of this episode i recorded it i do i'll do the same as well i'll do the same you could put both at the end just like a short 10 second clip each um, so we kept mentioning that we're at the halfway point. From a spirituality point of view, Foz, do you have any uh, reflections on your Ramadan, how it's going and has it affected you in, from a spirituality point of view? Yeah, because I've been doing what you said as well, cutting out a lot of the social media and stuff like that and focusing my time on the Quran and stuff like that. And it's kind of made me think about just further down the line, after Ramadan, you know, what's stopping me from just carrying on? Not like constantly every day for an hour, two hours. Also, why not though? But yeah, you could do it. But um, cutting out social media and using that time to pick up the Quran, you've got an app on your phone, just press that instead of WhatsApp and you can just read it. I've been reflecting about that quite a lot. After Ramadan ends, what am I going to do? And how can I keep focused on some of the behaviours that I've got? Because it's, it's a good time to kind of refocus yourself and then... What I don't like is when I fall into the trap of... Watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, no... (laughs) Well, you've done that during the, bro. Um, <laughs> but, but no, no, even even if it's not that, but just like you just suddenly just stop absolutely everything and you, you just start praying your father and just doing five times a day and not reading Quran regularly. And, and it's literally the next day. That's typically what happens to me. But this year, I'm going to make conscious effort of really taking some of my habits and pushing them through into the year. Yeah. The funny thing about the next day, especially the Eid day after Ramadan, is that waking up for Fajr becomes so hard. <laughs> even though you've been doing it for like last 30 days. Yeah, yeah. Shaitan's out. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, 
So where I live, we're surrounded by mountains and the sea. So when I drive to work in the morning, during Ramadan, you know, when you're just a bit more spiritually aware and mm. when I'm driving, I'm looking at the mountains and I just start to reflect the creation of Allah, the mountains. I have a quite a nice drive. On the same drive, I have the mountain and then the sea as well. I can reflect the creations of Allah. I don't know, like just something that happened to me during Ramadan. It makes you wonder, you know, about everything. So that's where my reflections have lied. And I've been listening to some of the um, podcasts by Yasu Qadi. He's going through the um, dua in the Quran. And then just listening to them and just gets you in the mood. Trying to make more dua. You know, one of the things with me is I don't, I don't know. I don't think I make too much dua as much as I should do. So I started to incorporate that in my commute. I'll be driving and then just thinking about stuff and just making dua for whoever, like myself, for you. You know, I make dua for you. Well, thanks, bro. <laughs> for everything, really. Because I, I, I don't do enough of it, I think. That's a really good point. You're right. Because I only make dua after Salah. Like, I wouldn't do it randomly on my commute or when I'm reflecting. But yeah, that's a, re- that's a really good shout there. So we're heading into the last 10 nights now. So what are your plans for last 10 nights? Uh, step it up a gear. By that, I mean go to the mosque for the Hajjud prayers. And that's something that I quite like to do. And again, for me, it's quite easier here because the, the working hours are quite flexible. So I can allow myself to be a little bit sleepless at work because I can come home and sleep. Do you know what, man? Uh, everyone's listening to this podcast, yeah? And they're thinking, this guy, man. But well, 10 till 2, he sleeps. He was living there in the ocean, mountains. Oh, no. Um, say mashallah, yeah. say mashallah, man. Say yeah, mashallah, mashallah. <laughs> I didn't finish. Let me finish. <laughs> mashallah. There you go. <laughs> But yeah, man, alhamdulillah. You know, though, for the record, it sounds like an idyllic place, but you know, it's just, it's all right. You know, it's just like a normal city. It's nothing not special. Bad, not bad, yeah. <laughs> but say mashallah if you're listening to this, please. And make dua for me now, make dua for you as well. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> So yeah, so the last 10 days, you know, the funny thing was I was talking to my relatives back in the UK and, you know, it is, it's tough because I've done, I've done those fasts as well where, you know, you wake up super early, like 2am in some cases. Your tarawih finishes like an hour before your suhoor. You're breaking fast around about like 8.45 or 9. So it's tough. So yeah, this is a blessing for me being here. Make the most of those blessings by going to the mosque for Qiyam al-Layl. That's the main thing, last 10 days. And I hope to finish my recitation of the Quran well before the end of Ramadan with the help of the last 10 nights, I think. Inshallah. Inshallah, man. That's great. So, I mean, similar to me, like going to the mosque, I'm going to be spending my nights in the mosque, like the days I can, until Suhoor, and then praying the Quran as much as I can, and really kind of switching off and just really focusing on the Quran and prayer and dua. But yeah, I guess the main thing for me is setting up my routine in the last 10 nights to make sure I've got those nights and getting my sleep in. Inshallah, make the most of that. And, you know, for all the listeners out there during the last 10 nights, remember us, Ian Dua, and hopefully it's fruitful for you guys. Before we end this show, Foz, I know we usually do a not-so-quick-fire round just for a little bit of fun. Let's do a quick-fire amongst each other. And so we haven't seen these questions. We're going to do two questions each, random ones. I completely forgot about this, but uh, I'll make some other. <laughs> so, can you go first, please, so I can think yeah, of Yeah, of course. Here. Standard, isn't it? And Fawz is first, as usual. <laughs> so, if you could be any animal, what would it be and why? I'd be a cheetah. How come? Just cool. It's typical. It's majestic. It's just cool, right? Fast. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, very agile, just like me. Yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> 
All right, so my turn. If you could trade lives with anyone for a day, except me, who would it be and why? <laughs> it would be you. It's like living in the mountains, 10 till 2. MashaAllah. <laughs> 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 who would I trade lives with? Is this for Ramadan or just in general? Just in general. I would trade lives with Elon Musk just for a day. I should check out all the cool stuff he's working on and just, you know, going to the moon, SpaceX and... You need more than a day for that. But no, I'll schedule it just for the day, innit? Morning you go SpaceX plays, then you go Tesla plays, then you see what projects are going on. Yeah, you just get a feel of what it's like to be in that world in very futuristic mindset. Not that I would have it, but... Alright, cool. Okay, next one. Let's be a bit nicer then. What's your favourite Ramadan activity? Eating, iftar. <laughs> Easy one. <laughs> All right, so my turn. The final not-so-quick-fire-round question is, what is your pet peeve in Ramadan? Sure, I was so prepared for that. I knew you'd ask that. The Tarabi burps. It's the worst thing ever. It's, oh, man, you're standing there. Then you hear it, and it's like, for God's sake, man. And they're just all in your face, and you sniff it. Oh, <laughs> my God, no. <laughs> that is horrible, man. You know what my pet peeve is in Ramadan? What? You're praying next to you and the guy next to you going <laughs> It puts you off I'm like, oh man, come on man, please just <laughs> I'm trying to focus <laughs> And it's non-stop That really annoys me We know you're supposed to be shoulder to shoulder And then you try moving closer to someone And <laughs> they keep moving away Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those guys yeah, Why? You're supposed to be shoulder to shoulder Yeah, but there's shoulder to shoulder But then there's hugging <laughs> And then when, you, when you're too close, those burps come straight into your mouth, man. So you want to be, you know, have a bit of space. <laughs> Sounds like that I'm the hugger and you're the one that's like, I was trying to back off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from me. Um, we're now kind of heading towards wrap up. So before we go, let you know what's coming up for the pod. So we've got some exciting new guests coming up and you'll hear a lot more from us. So stay tuned. Make sure to subscribe. Yep. And if you come across anyone interesting that you would like to recommend us or give us an intro, we'll be more than grateful to make that connection and to get some new guests in. But um, exciting. It's going to be two years soon for us on this podcast and alhamdulillah it's going really well yeah thank you all for your support it's great to see how things have progressed and inshallah we keep going a little bit of a different episode today hope you enjoyed it it's been good to reflect i've already got some things that i'm thinking in terms of copying anise and takeaways for myself but wishing you all a great ramadan last 10 days and Eid mubarak from me and from me before you go check out some recitations at the end of this podcast Bye.